Today is March 24th, 2023. It's episode 217 of Maelstrom Radio. Maelstrom Radio. With your hosts, Gladys and Shifter. And welcome, everybody, to Maelstrom Radio. My name is Peter. With me, as always, is my good friend and co-host, Quentin. Hi, friend. Hi. I'm excessively bright tonight. You are, well... You're a shining star, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> also yeah. with us, good friend of the show. Hasn't been hasn't been here in a while. Last time was here, kicked us kicked our butts in, in trivia. Oh man. <laughs> and then subsequently started a, a, his own trivia show because of it. Hey, <laughs> love it. It hurts. It hurts. Have you had uh, Beach Hills on yet? No, I have Ooh. not. Okay. Maybe special episode. Maybe maybe crossover maybe someday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Must have us on Ambie <laughs> Uh By the way, Kami Jace oh. is here. <laughs> we, you can tell we're friends. We just like roll right into the conversation. Oh, no, yeah. no, no, oh, no, no need yeah. for introductions. Kami Jace is here. Uh, and uh, what the the third time you've been here? I think so by now, right? Third something or fourth, like that. something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. We'll start when we start losing count. Kami Jace's takeover. <laughs> All podcasts belong to me. First, call me Jason. Inserts, and the next thing just here is a permanent staple. <laughs> yeah. Uh, honestly, you're going to have to fight Chili for that position. Ooh. I don't know. I think I know more trivia than Chili, so. I oh, I was thinking just talking about just like <laughs> podcast invasions. That's, oh, that, fair enough. Fair trivia, enough. yeah, you could probably. Yeah. <laughs> D, palette. <laughs> yep. I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. So, uh, <laughs> uh, so Kami Jace is here, podcaster, journalist, content creator, and gamer. So, welcome to the show again. Uh, so, as always, before we jump into our conversation, we just want to know what we've been up to in the world of gaming. Uh, so, uh, Quinn, what have you been doing in the last week? Oh, two weeks. Oh, two weeks. That's right. It's a two weeks. Yeah, we so don't podcast weeks. every we week now. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> two weeks. But we've been. A lot of things have happened. Don't you then get it. <laughs> I have uh, a couple of weeks ago. I streamed Coffee Talk with Sarah, mm-hmm. and uh, we got a little bit further. We have probably one more session or so to go through with it, uh, and then uh, the following week, I played through a game called Lost and Play, which is a really cute little uh, puzzle game. Uh, very fun. It's about four hours, or no, three to four hours long, I would say. Uh, we do have a lot on YouTube. Thank you to you, Susan, uh, f- of that. Uh, also, in this past week, uh, I've been playing, or I did play Turn Up Boy Commits Tax Evasion, which we'll go to in a little bit later. And uh, I, the last couple of days, I've been playing uh, Pathfinder. Pathfinder Wrath of the Righteous. Mm. So yeah. that's been exciting. Uh, we also finally beat Remnant yep. from the Ashes on our co-op stream. 
And uh, because we beat that, we decided to play Super Bunny Man the next day, and that was an experience. <laughs> like a bad one? <laughs> Have you ever heard or seen Super Bunny Man? A little bit. Yeah, that's... It's <laughs> a very exciting game. Yeah. <laughs> now imagine us playing it together. I was... Was it was fun. Chemi- was there no chemistry? Is that what's uh, happening? Oh, there's plenty of chemistry. There's blowing up. There's a lot I mean, of chemistry, but you know, like the kind of chemistry, like mixing, you know, oh, you know what? Ba- baking soda and <laughs> vinegar. I because I've seen people do what's that other game like the with the really janky kind of stick man controls where you have to like latch on to objects oh, like co-op like or something like that. Yeah. I can I can see that happening. Get over it, Bunny Man. Or get over it, yeah. Yeah, Human Fall Flat, someone said it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is exactly what it is. And I've seen people play that, and, like, you know, they're fine as friends, obviously, but they are having the (laughs) worst time. And Super Bunny Man strikes me as that, plus, like, a Kirby adventure co-op where you're, like, not entirely all on the same page. Am I right about that? Is that a fair assessment? (laughs) Not not necessarily wrong. Uh the the levels are super short, right? Like the levels are probably less than a minute. But oh, if you actually could do them, yeah. Yeah, if you could do them well, less than a minute. Okay. So it just couldn't. So okay. (laughs) So sometimes they were taking us 20 minutes to get and if you like look at if you zoomed out and looked at the level. You'd be like, yeah. "Oh, that's that should take no time at all." <laughs> okay, so I'm hearing I'm hearing failing bunny man. Is that correct? Not super. Oh yeah, fail, failure, failure bunny yeah. hero. Yeah, and there, it really was a practice in in you know, you know, patience, yeah. perseverance. Mm-hmm. Well, it's also one of those things that both Easter. people have to complete the level. You can't just have one. So sure. if you get to the very end and the other person just dies, you've had that happen so many times. Yeah. There's a little bit of psychosis in there, like repeating the same aspect and like, well, surely this will not happen again. I'm seeing this hat. I'm seeing it. Okay, I got it. Anyways, recommend the game if you have someone that you really want to play it with. Yeah. (laughs) Awful experience. 10 out of 10. Oh, my my favorite part is when we're like, all right, we finished the second like area that we're going to go to the third area. Nope. You need 40 carrots. (laughs) You're like 40 carrots. (laughs) Go back. All right, let's go back and try to speed run. <laughs> and redo areas, and you're like, oh, this is, this is a nightmare. I'm writing this down for later. I'm going to find someone to play this with. Oh, yeah, 100%. Oh, yeah. It's 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 truly one of those. It's, I know, like, you play Mario uh, Party, and you like, oh, we're going to lose friendships. This is, a, this, is, this is a game. Bunny Man is yeah. like... This is different from that. Yeah, you're not going to lose a friendship. You're going to be like, how, you know, this is the person I'm going to go to jail with. This is the person. A true test of friendship. Yeah, like how. Honestly, it can go both ways, though. It's either the person you're going to jail with or it's the person you're going to jail for. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. All right. I've got several people in mind. Yep. <laughs> I like how you suddenly just like, hmm. Yes, I, know exactly. I think you can do I'm up to four people, I think, in multiplayer. I think. Oh, four. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah I you can have to do four people. Yeah. Yeah. I, have, I mean, it was challenging to have the two of us to complete this. I could not imagine it with three or four people. I'm like, dragging three extra friends. Yep. Along <laughs> for this shit show. Yep. Worth it. Honestly, uh, like we did a lot of like tumbling over just by grabbing each other, and that somehow beat a lot of levels easily. You mm-hmm. Just make a massive ball of four people. 
Yeah. Amazing. Yep. Just embrace it. There's a, there's a lot of like, oh, if you just embrace somebody, you will win. <laughs> so hug it out. Yeah. And the moral of the game is hugging is okay. Yeah. Yeah. The tender embrace of another human. <laughs> Have yeah, human catamari is hug yes. and you'll be fine. Uh, don't Google human catamari, by the way. <laughs> Probably shouldn't do that. I would not. Uh, so speaking of turn up boy commits tax evasion, I played through that as well. Uh, I beat the game on stream. The VOD is up for that as well. Uh, boy, I love that game. It is super short, but super worth your, mm-hmm. uh, time. If you have access to Xbox game pass, if that's an option you have, or if you just own it through a humble bundle, pack, you're just like, Oh, I'll play that eventually play it. It's, Super short, three three hours full completion of the game, and then there's like some bonus stuff you can do just if you want 100 percent it, but not needed for the story. So total worth of your time, total total like well written, great little game, pl- great plot twist. So okay, so and lots of jiggling. Oh yeah, lots of jiggling, lots, lots of jiggling, yeah. lots of jiggling. Susan approved. Yep. Re- again, we did we did beat Remnant from the Ashes. We uh, beat a Souls of Born game without help, <laughs> so which shocked both of us. Uh, yeah, that's that's a win for us. Yeah, I did some Fortnite this week. Uh, I, I was gonna wait to start the new my new backlog game next week, which is gonna be Hi-Fi Rush. So that's starting on Monday, mm. which I'm excited for. I didn't I didn't know that was from the makers of Evil Within. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I was like, wait yeah, a minute. Yeah. That was actually like a selling point for that game. It was like, remember this really creepy game that you played? Here's not that. Here's not at that all. at all. Here's this like wonderfully cute ca- main character with his robot cat in a world Here's that's like. Game. They're just trying to lower your defenses. Uh, maybe. <laughs> Are you ready for rhythm game horror survival? Because here, here it comes. Honestly, not. Honestly. <laughs> honestly would not both on that. <laughs> honestly would hate that <laughs> kind of be on that it's it's a rhythm game with jump scares yeah oh <laughs> Cold, oh i already got i already got the name of it all right beat you to death <laughs> pretty good yeah pretty good trademark it immediately because yep. that's gonna yep. that's gonna sell millions yep <laughs> It's just like it's just like a theater rhythm, <laughs> just like oh, that. Geez. What if that wouldn't be so terrible, right? Like if it was like theater rhythm, but as you progressively made progress through the game, things around you started happening and getting that wouldn't be terrible. But you'd have to be Wait. like A B X Y. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Do Do you remember? Um, we were here. We had yes. the first game where we had that jester. Yeah. And like every time, like you, you, over time, if you did not do things correctly, the room just got darker and darker and darker mm-hmm. until it got you. Every time you make a mistake, the screen just goes. Yeah, it, get, it, get, it closes in on you. Interesting. And then if you completely fail, then it gives you the jump scare. Yeah. Uh, there's wow. a there was a horror game which was like a point and click typing adventure. Uh, I think it was called like Untold Untold Stories. Yes, there are tons of games like that. Where Those it's just cool. like, it takes place at a computer screen, but as you're typing in things, like, sounds of, like, the door behind you. It's very immersive 3D mm-hmm. sound. Like, oh, man, that would be... Typing of the, the dead. dead. I don't know. It's really good, actually. It is good. I don't know if that's, that's what we're going for. <laughs> it's it, We're getting there. It's it's 
I know that that is that, in that in that it, realm. It, then it goes away from being scary to be like, well, I, I'm trying to type butter 40 times to kill this zombie. Butter, 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 <laughs> butter, butter. I keep butter. missing the R. Butter. That's how you find out that your R key is broken. Yeah, just when typing of the dead. Just typing butte. <laughs> <laughs> it's like no, stop spelling butte. <laughs> Uh, and I also played some, uh, so I did play some Fortnite this Monday. Uh, Chili and Chad. You logged into Final Fantasy. I did log into Final Fantasy. Yeah, uh, we got to save our houses. We did. I did do that. Houses saved. First uh, season. Bid on a medium, did not get it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Chili did uh, allude me to a code to go play an island from Heinz in Fortnite. Oh. <laughs> uh. For, oh. for soil degradation purposes, it was like you know, yeah. like warning you about the 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 horrors of soil degradation. Uh, not bad. It was okay. Like probably needed people to play it. I was the only person in there for. Well, I should take that back. One other person joined out of curiosity, probably morbid, uh, and I won. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask if it was the ketchup. Thing. Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, ketchup. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's it. Uh, so it's interesting that people like make islands and stuff like that because a lot of them are like yeah like jump puzzles <laughs> like most of them are just jump puzzles and so. well there's incentive to make islands because mm-hmm. epic is going to start paying people for that great if your island is super popular you can get some dollar bills from great big daddy epic hey I wonder if it would pay better than twitch it probably pays uh, better than, it pays better than roblox forty <laughs> percent so I think better than Second Life, maybe too. Roblox has been making millions off thirteen-year-olds for years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Some kid out there is like, oh, "I made a first-person shooter, and it's actually really good. It's got depth and everything." And Roblox is like, <laughs> "Yeah, great." We made a first-person shooter. We, we, yeah, we did this. <laughs> Slap the trademark on it. This is ours. This is ours now. And then uh, just to update everybody on Susan's current Octopath Traveler 2 hour count, 36 hours currently in Octopath Traveler 2. So, I think it was about last time, too. Was it? it? Was it third? No, I think it was 22 last time. It's oh, been two maybe. weeks. I'm sure, I'm sure she's clocked in some more time. So. Yeah. I know she has been busy this lately. So yeah. well, it was 27 last time. So, yeah. Almost 10 more hours. Beautiful. Almost. <clears throat> so, uh, well, that's all of our updates. So now we're just going to. Update ourselves with commie Jace. I mean, <laughs> so uh, you've been streaming a lot lately. Yeah. Doing some D&D, raided you the other night. Yeah. Uh, saw, your, saw some of your people talking about Lathander. <laughs> praise, yes. praise be the light of Lathander. <laughs> yes. Um, so, yeah, there's there's been a kind of resurgence with my Twitch, Twitchness. Um, I have been like on and off trying to Twitch stream for like five years or, or so Twitch tells me. And yeah, it, it, I, I could not really find the flow to do it, but I seem to have hit a stride since about January. And so I'm trying to keep up with it as much as I can. Um, and to that end, I have two guaranteed nights, right? I have Tuesday and Wednesday, where, which are my D&D nights. Um, on Tuesday, we play a Curse of Strahd stream. Um, and mm-hmm. the... Tuesday game you raided, uh, we were um, fi- doing some more wrapping up. We have been kind of stuck in this one town for a very long time. Um, we finally beat the many asses of many bad guys, um, including a really nasty lich lady. Um, super nasty, Ooh. just gross. Um, and 
we have finally like cleaned up most of our affairs and we're about to leave. But we um, encountered a little bit of resistance from one of the um, bad guys' children who decided mm -hmm. that he wanted to, you know, build a portal to escape. But it doesn't work. And there's a whole mess of trouble there. And there was some, almost some PvP, <laughs> which was really fun. <laughs> Um, because uh, two of our very staunchly um, kind of tanky characters, um, they have these kind of conflicting personalities, right? Um, <laughs> and one of them was like, where's the bad thing? I just sensed it. And the other guy was like, can you chill out like for a second? Relax. It's not even here anymore. I need you to calm down. <laughs> um, and their personalities are so different, but in the heat of battle, they do really fun things like, back each other up and like it's almost like you want them to continue to be rivals because <laughs> it's, it's just gimli and legolas <laughs> yes it's just that much cooler when they actually do something in tandem that really works well is there um, a love story then no i want there to be <laughs> enemies to lovers i have been i have been teasing them about being boyfriends since this began and um I, in my heart of hearts, I know it to be true, but they will not, mm. um, you know, make it canon. So it's fine. It's fine. Um, the anime and, wants it. Yeah, the, the anime definitely. The fan service is there. Honestly, it's there. Um, and when you happened in on the game, uh, my character, Artem, who um, has a twin brother, Alias, uh, we were kind of tasked, I guess, with distracting the more fiery of the two. Um, and something that has been on my 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 mind and also my character's mind is who is Lathander and why <laughs> are you so zealot crazy about him? Um, and so we asked, like, tell us more. And now I have some theories about this character because he has been he's been masked the entire time that we've been on this one adventure. Um, and I have a really really strong sense about like what kind <laughs> of person is underneath that mask and mm -hmm. i won't say it here because i am pretty sure my dm and also my friend who plays my twin uh brother character is in here um <laughs> and i don't want to like go too into the weeds well but um <laughs> i have some i have some thoughts about this character based on like fighting styles and just the general vibe um and also he gave us some of his backstory, and I'm like, ah, that, that sounds like something. That sounds like I'm gonna go read a wiki, but that sounds like something. Um, and uh, yes, and my Wednesday game, which just wrapped up as well, mm -hmm. um, that was interesting because <laughs> at the end of it, my character died. Um, heroic death. Yeah, very. It, it was very heroic. So um, yeah. I I tell people that I play a habitual half-orc, um, or uh, excuse me, habitually lying half-orc warlock. He lies all okay. the time. <laughs> he cannot stop lying. Usually it's beneficial in a way. Um, he has a very kind of Robin Hood-esque kind of uh, background where he's like an orphan and robs from people but gives to less fortunate people and also like pockets a little for himself, a finder's fee, <laughs> if you will. Um, exactly, yep. And he got into a lot of trouble in his youth and decided to leave the town he's from because, like, the cops were after him, ACAB. Um, and um, there, was a, there was a point 
in the campaign recently where he was like, I really need my patron's help. And we were in a fight with a really big baddie. Um, and to help his friends, he had to give his patron some of his life force. And he gave it all up to save his friends. Um, he's, he's now dead. The end. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm having... Oh yes, we uh, he Meaningful he made sacrifice. Sure he had he had a moment where he was incredibly furious with the big baddie, uh, the boss in this case. Um, he yelled out his vehement hate for this woman, <laughs> and then he cast his kind of final spell before everyone else laid in on her. And then he said, "All right, this is it, folks. Um, the lights are going out. My body's feeling a little cold." Uh, the patron here says that I gotta go now. So, bye. I don't want to go. <laughs> Just fade, fade out. <laughs> it, um, it was very emotional. Um, a, a lot of uh, the play, the three people I play with were very um, kind of like we've been playing for like two years, and you're just gonna like he's just dead now. And I'm like, yeah, I guess so. Um, I feel um, surprise. Yeah, I I feel like I owe a lot of the kind of surprise uh, of his death to my DM um, because I didn't even really know if I wanted him to die, but the um, the his patron was given, um, you know, he was he was given this ultimatum, right? His patron gave him this ultimatum, like you have to give me this in order to do this. And he's like, I, I'm not, I'm not dying. What are you kidding me? Like, I'm, I don't want to die. That's screw you. But then he's like, listen, you have to like have faith, or else it may not work out the way you think it is. And he's like, oh. And it's like in that moment, he's like, shoot, I, I think I get it. I understand. Like, I, um, this whole time I've been super selfish and like only thinking about myself. And I think that's the reason why I've been fighting. But now I think the reason I've been fighting is because I actually kind of care about people. And he was like, fuck, guess I gotta die. Damn, I have feelings. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm more emotional than I thought I was. Um, so now we're in the process of creating a new character that none of the, my uh, uh, friends are going to like. So it's, it's fun. It's great. <laughs> I like that part of it. <laughs> like, now I'm creating a new character. No one's going to like them. No, I don't think so. Well, I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. Maybe they might. Um, but yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Um, I've been playing D&D now, like I said, for about two-ish years with um, a lot of these folks. And it's like opened up a new line of like creativity and I'm, I've been enjoying sharing it with people too on Twitch. Um, it's just been really great and I'm happy to do it forever. Endeavor and ever. Endeavor. So uh, outside of D and D uh, video game wise, what have you, have you been playing anything or have you been keeping up on any uh, gaming news? Is there anything that, Oh, it's yeah. coming down the pipeline that you're like, oh, I can't wait to, can't wait for there's that to come a, out. There is a, there's a few things. First of all, I played, um, actually last week, I played the uh, beta for Exoprimal. Um, I didn't know what to think about this game going into it, but it, okay. it, it, it looks like, and it feels like a whole lot of fun. 
Um, it has PVE elements to it where you're mm. working as like a co-op team. And I guess there's like a ranking board and stuff like that. But there's also kind of a PVP element to it where you are actually working against another team to kill a whole lot of dinosaurs before the other team. And it's just, it's maddening because they spawn like trillions of little raptors and like the occasional triceratops and, and T-Rex. And it gets really, really hectic really fast. Um, and you do have to be kind of in tandem with everyone else. Um, it is one of those kind of Overwatch shooters where like you have to have a certain kind of team makeup. Um, mm or else it's going to feel weird and you know you're not going to be working really well but it was fun it was a lot of fun everybody go junk rap for the memes <laughs> it, it didn't feel very it didn't feel like it was just another like zombie shooter it like despite it being kind of that mm -hmm. um it still felt different enough where it was fun and like cool um and i'm excited for that for sure I, I watched the trailer for that last week uh, and it was crazy. It was like, yeah. uh, it's like, oh, it was like deploy raptors. And it's like, wait, deploy raptors. And all of a sudden, like this void sphere opens up and just barfs out hundreds oh, yeah. of raptors. And you're like, oh, okay, yeah. I guess that's what we're doing. And then you as a player are manning an exo robot suit. <laughs> and, yep. and not kidding. And that's literally what this is. <laughs> there's really cool thing. Like there's a really cool point where you can, like if you're not feeling like you're playing well on one exosuit you like splat out of it and that's the only way i can describe it because there's like this watery vortex that you jump out of as well mm -hmm. i have no idea what that's about but um you jump out of it and for a while you're this vulnerable meat man just shooting his little gun at some uh, uh dinosaurs until you can respawn your new suit so you're like, oh no, I'm vulnerable, psych, you. and then you jump into like a man with a minigun all of a sudden. Pow! Pew pew! Bang! It's real fun, it's real fun. It was real fun. Um, it looked kind of ridiculous from the oh, oh, it looked crazy. For yeah. sure. But, I mean, what are vi most video games, if not ridiculous? Um, Some of them are just bad. That's correct. <laughs> I don't think this one is going to be. I think it's going to be good. Um, I, hope, I hope it's good. Um, and on that same note, there's a game called Hyenas coming out, um, which I'm kind of interested. Actually, there's an alpha test for Hyenas today. Um, and it is another shooter, but it's like uh, one of those kind of dystopian future ones where you're shooting your friends for the entertainment of rich people. Um, but the... I like what I think, on stream. <laughs> yeah, right? Um, but I think one of the cool aspects of it is it has this like zero gravity type space feel to it oh okay um so it's got um and it's also again one of those character shooters where you click into play as a certain person they're introducing this one character that is a cosplayer um and he can turn into rivals on the enemy team so you know it's kind of like a what's his face from from a the detect the spy. There we go from <laughs> TF2. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's fun. It's great. Oh man, and that's something I didn't expect. Is like, oh, like Valve Valve will never make a new game. And also, it's like CS2. Like, wait, I'm sorry, what Counter Strike? Oh, yeah, that too. We're, we doing Counter Strike that Two is, now? Yeah. What are we? Are we gonna do Team Fortress Three? What are we doing? <laughs> it seems like uh, we actually had a conversation like about that. At work, it seems like they're trying to come back. 
I mean, yeah, did you see the the smoke shooting bolts through smoke, and the smoke was like poof, poof, poof. They've been, it, it's clear they've been sitting on this for a while. Oh, like, for they've sure, been wanting to do this for a while, and now they're like, let's let's make people scared. Yeah, in order to get the uh, the bullet smoke stuff, that you have to have like a forty ninety ti. Oh wow, is that true? I feel like that's true. <laughs> I, have I, no w- idea. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't put it past them to be but true. I feel like that yeah. would not be surprising at all. I could see that being very que- much a rent. So I, so I wonder if they're now releasing a new um, because they're not using a they're not using a Epic stuff. A new source gonna, engine. They're they have to be using a new source engine, right? Mm. It'd be interesting if they put it on an update. I wouldn't put it past them. I. Yeah. Game as long as, game. I mean, especially with the whole epic unity stuff like, yeah uh, that's that's true i i i will say i hope that they just make it accessible like yeah. it doesn't have to be that pretty you know <laughs> well, i mean especially after the whole like uproar with epic and what they were trying to do with unity like yeah. valve could get a lot of goodwill by releasing a, a really accessible engine that people could use yeah will they do it Maybe. I don't know. They seem to be doing a lot of stuff with Linux, too, which has been pretty nice for the community. You never know what Gabe's doing over there. <laughs> he's very, yeah. he's, he's like, you know, no one's like, no one's like, from him. yeah, he spends, <laughs> he spends eight hours tenting his fingers and then he goes home. Yeah. He's just and like, he opens the door with a, a great bombast and he goes, <laughs> Release the footage, and then he shuts the door, and then he goes back to. Tennis he's he's sitting in like a throne made of money. And he's just like this. He's like, "What if we did a handheld?" And just walked out of the room. He's like, "Make it yeah. so." Yeah. <laughs> They're like, "Okay, yeah. I guess we're doing this." <laughs> but yeah, the problem is, is they can never release the third of anything. Oof. Well, good luck, everybody else. Yeah, but you know what? What's going to happen is that. CSGO 2 happens, right? And it's on a new engine, and then all of a sudden they're like, well, we have to add something you else. Can, That's when Team Fortress will be CSGO 2.5. This cool new controller we made. Because hasn't Team Fortress 2 gone up in popularity just like slightly recently? Like, I feel like it's it's picked back up some steam. Am I wrong about that, Team <laughs> I think it. Yeah. I think it's more like it seems like people are um, still kind of nostalgic about it. Um, and so you see people running back to it. I mean, it's, I think it was always fun. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It was always a blast. Um, I think people, though, are like done with that part of their lives, so to speak. Um, <laughs> well, I think it's, it's one of those things that's that the only way I can like about. phases, right? Yeah. Like the people that played it at that age have kind of grown past it, but there's a new generation to come and play like, from that. It's the Fortnite to TF2 pipeline. Yeah, I think oh, Chili's right. I think Team Fortress 2 new con- I think they announced new content for TF2. I wouldn't... Oh. Yeah, for... That's like, actually news to me. Yeah, update This is kind of the backwards world. We get new content for TF2 and Final Fantasy Eleven gets maintenance yeah. mode. Yeah. Resident Evil 4 is now released. <laughs> are we, what, are we back in 2004? Or six or whatever that one was. Resident Evil Four is released. Yeah, uh, I, <laughs> I mean, what next, did you uh, I mean, if they would have said, "Hey, also GameCube, uh, you know, GameCube uh, channel for Switch," I would have been like, "Well, here it is." Well, <laughs> see, they can't do that because for. they have to. Be, they still can't figure out the N sixty four controller 
That's fail problem. It doesn't matter. They they dropped they dropped uh, Game Boy and Game Boy Advance. So just play Tetris, and <laughs> everyone would be happy about it. Ooh. Yeah, Game Boy and Game Boy Advance fits well on the Switch controls. I know, and that means but I could... the GameCube controller is extremely unique. So if you're going to drop the GameCube is stuff, it? you need the controller. You kind of do. <laughs> you remember the GameCube controller because no, nothing's ever been like that. Well, that's why. Well. It, they, they, a lot of people still say it's the 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 controller, right? Like it's the one that most Smash players will still use to this I was day. Say, I think that's only Smash players that say that is the controller. No, it's, it's peak. It's peak controller, bro. It's peak controller. Don't even I, don't even I, talk I, to me. You know what? I agree. It is peak controller. The little the little C is down here for some reason, and it's no longer buttons. It's like yeah. a little. I, don't even wave. Don't it was the wave wave one was the wave bird. Wave bird. The wave bird. Don't wave bird me, bro. That that battery dies. No. Game over. Wave bird. <laughs> no. Also, I saw the picture of hyenas. There was like a, a a gun charm, a sonic gun charm, or oh yeah, it's it's Richard, also it's got a Richard Nixon mask in this game. This game's wild. Oh no, it's gonna be no. bonkers. I'm very oh excited. no, oh, um, it is created by the same people who did uh the alien isolation game um <laughs> so you know that's it's right up there be, with uh hi-fi rush then it's just like well, yeah, right, well, yeah. here we go <laughs> yeah, yeah uh they also did uh the total war warhammer game so if you played those you might you might like hyenas you might oh it's so get this i looked up hyenas right and i was like all right shooter 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 and i scroll down just slightly and it's like Clan of Hyenas <laughs> down on the Amazon App Store. <laughs> it is it is the jankiest looking game. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> it's oh, like the yeah, bird demic yeah. of video games. It's not good. <laughs> it's not great. Love the Amazon store. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> uh so I know that um I could say earlier on, I you know, like we, I, I, we, we both, we all of us have social media. I could say that you and I were probably people that were like, oh, Final Fantasy sixteen, probably, probably gonna check, peep that Ooh. out, peep yeah. that out, and then you know, and we're like, all right, good guy Yoshi P, everybody loves Yoshi P, and then Yoshi P is kind of like, <laughs> there's no brown people in this world, <laughs> yeah, so. I have such an interesting trajectory with Final Fantasy 16 specifically because I remember thinking, you know what? It's another, it's like the same protagonist that they always use, mm-hmm. but it's okay. You know, I mean, whatever, big deal. Um, and then at some point it's, it got like progressively more like just played. And I was like, well, they usually throw us a bone, right? The bone being black man with a gun, black man with a gun, or like ambiguous brown person. And so I was like, okay, eventually we'll get there. But instead, what had happened was um, Yoshi P decided that to, to, to promote the idea that like not only are there no black or brown people in this game, there were none in Europe. And I was like, hang on. So, well, hold on a second. <laughs> Because I think we all know that to be untrue. Um, and then there's this whole thing with like there being specific kind of um, Moorish, um, Arabian, if you will, uh, mm-hmm. architecture in it. Um, but again, no proud people. No. So um, at this point, I have two minds. 
one is that I will either never play this game or that like one day in the future I will still have my PlayStation 5 and I will be at like the the new brainchild GameStop video game store see a copy of it for 99 cents and be like oh you know I sure why not at this point at that time it'll be on steam yeah i mean just buy it on steam sale for 99 cents right (laughs) if it if it ever comes out on pc (laughs) oh i'm sure it will like even if they just put a terrible port of it like 15 they they usually do put it on pc at some point Mm. but i do feel kind of like i don't know i feel like it's one of those games where if it if it is on sale in my face every day of the week, I will be like, no, <laughs> I don't. I don't really need it at this point. I don't need the reminder that I don't exist yeah. in that yeah. world. <laughs> and it's actually something I have. I, I've been. I yell about almost constantly on, um, especially during Black History Month. Um, we talk about representation in video games, and it's not that Barrett and forget his name, Saz. I think Saz yeah. Twelve are bad characters. But it is that the people at Square Soft slash Enix decide that every time they want a black person in a game, they must have gun. Mm-hmm. And it is that one little stereotypical hang up for me. <laughs> wait, wait. Don't forget, Saz, his, remember his summon? Do you remember the summon? I don't actually. He turned into a car with rims. <laughs> Man. Anyway, so twenties <laughs> <laughs> to be exact. They gave him twenties, gold twenties. Real, there's like real reasons for me to never uphold a Final Fantasy game, like ever. But there is something about those games that I still enjoy. I don't, couldn't tell you what it is at this point, um, but I just know it's there, right? Um, I grew up on uh, like Final Fantasy three, five, and six. Um, and Chrono Trigger and all of the other Square Soft, Square Enix things that are RPG related. But there's, there are like these things lately that keep happening. Like one of the things Yoshi P said recently was that um, he feels like the term JRPG is like a derogatory term. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what do you mean by that? Can you explain? <laughs> like, can you go into more detail? I don't understand what you're saying to me because it's, it is not that someone has knocked the game somehow. It is just a designation for an RPG um, and a style of RPG that follows a pattern, I guess, right? Like a, a certain kind of rhythm. Um, but I don't know. I guess it. I guess I it matters more to them. Why? Right? Yeah, like it's. It's probably kind of, and this is going to be a terrible link, but like calling all animation anime. Sure. Okay. Right? Like, even if it's created in Japan, it. it's not necessarily anime. It's just, it's animation. Like, that's a very distinct style. Square Enix has a long history of two things. One, no black people or stereotypical black person. Yeah. Or, and putting their foot in their mouth in every interview, like every single interview. Um, And so it's hard. It is hard for me sometimes to speak in good faith to those games. Um, 
it, it is similar with like Capcom and Resident Evil or even Street Fighter, right? Um, Resident Evil has one, two, two, let's say three black people at most. Um, two of them die, and yeah. one of them um, is only there to make Chris look less racist. Um, yeah. And Street Fighter has an okay track record with black people, except they always look worse than everyone else. They are poorly designed, uh, usually very uh, hyper features going on in the face. Um, and just not good. Um, I start, I'm starting to feel that lately. They've made it really good on it lately. And I also feel like the new Street Fighter, they just went and said, you could, one, you can make your own character. And two, yeah. everyone's going to be hyper exaggerated. So no, no excuses anywhere. Everybody, oh, like, yeah. Every, I, I mean, just the making the face thing exactly. in the versus screen. It's like, eh. <laughs> like, all right, that's the face we're going to make now. So. They, they definitely seem to have come to a point where they're like, maybe we should stop being so mean um, to a certain kind of person um, and make every all, all the black people look good and all the you know every the brown people look amazing. Like the Japanese and Asian characters are great. The white people. Fantastic, of course. Fantastic. Thousand percent. <laughs> but um I, I feel I feel better, I guess, about Capcom's uh, treatment, so so to speak. Yeah. Um than I have with Final Fantasy and with Square Enix. Which is saying something. Yeah, it's I mean I, I it, it, we don't talk about it here because we're mostly Final Fantasy fourteen. And, but even then, right? Like I, I'm, you know, it, you know, being Cuban and and Hispanic, I'm just like, what? what? Yeah, I'm just like, why? Why is it that we're living in 2023 and then brown people still don't exist in your your fake European magic worlds? Why is it it's so weird? <laughs> There's like a woman appearing out of the mists who was wearing an ice crown. My my cool everyone's cool new boyfriend is turning into a lizard fire creature mm -hmm. but like god forbid some black guy is like hey what's up i'm here to deliver the fruit you ordered or anything you know like they're not even background characters at the in the game they're just not there i yeah. feel like um, that'd be a little bit worse I, if I they were there but only black background you know what the, i see that point <laughs> um but i think ignoring the the first of all the fact okay that mm. there were black and brown people in medieval europe um I right, know, right, yeah. ne right next door is spain um <laughs> like there are definitely brown people in spain during this time um and then on top of that like just ignoring the fact that this is a fantasy world anyway so you can do whatever you want right um it's just and demons yeah, like you're pulling you the the creatures are coming out of crystals um like and and but god forbid that like a buzz cut black guy is not there or something. I don't know. It just it makes me very like why should I be playing this this game aside yeah. from <laughs> for enjoyment. Um Unless it's a monster. If yeah. it's a monster, it could have any screen color. And, and right, non-human. <laughs> And I hate like I have to give the I have to give Square and maybe it's just the specific director for the new Final Fantasy VII remake. 
I feel like he put more effort into Barrett this time. Yes, he has a gun still, but that's just because it's Barrett. But also his weapons changed a little bit. And I feel yeah. like Barrett's writing was better this time also because it wasn't just like, I'm angry and the planet and like, I'm going to kill them all. But like, I feel that was still there, but I felt like he had a little more heart this time around. So. They seem to. So, and this is also where I kind of push back on some things Yoshi P says and some things that people online say about like not knowing how to represent black people in mm -hmm. video games. Cause it's not true. Right. Like. Final Fantasy VII original Barrett was like layers of different stereotypes, right? It sure but was. They were, but they still managed to write this very kind of cute fatherly figure mm -hmm. for him in that game. Um, in the remake, what they've done is they've toned it down a little bit, right? Yep. He's a little less Mr. T who cusses For sure, lot. yep. Um, and he's a little more of his own fatherly. Dude. Yeah. He's a little more fatherly. Um, I would say even that, I think he's still a little more like a single dad trying to like save right. the world for his daughter. Um, and it shows that they have the kind of like DEI or whatever going on internally to know how to handle that or to know what to take out and what to put back in. So the idea that like, you can't do it in final fantasy 16 or that, um, something that I truly think is derogatory. Um, Japanese developers don't know how to do that. Like, to, it, Japanese developers have the internet <laughs> and they have um, <laughs> they have money, right, to make these things. They can hire someone to help them write a decent black character, mm -hmm. or they can like look at pieces of media who have decent black characters. Or, shot in the dark, they could write the protagonist that they have for final fantasy 16 but make him black it's the same it's the same game <laughs> it mm -hmm. is i promise it is the same game um you could just have a black protagonist who goes through the same like crazy bullshit that this guy's about to go through but you know uh susan it's fine. Uh, our, our producer susan asked what is the game with the best representation of people of color Ooh, that's a great uh, question if we're talking, ugh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, part of me thinks, despite their, Ooh. I mean, go ahead, go for it. Yes. Um, I can't believe I forgot this because I yell about it every time someone brings it up. Um, but Mellow Mystical in the chat is absolutely correct about uh, Marvel's Spider-Man Miles Morales. Mm -hmm. um, Miles Morales has, first of all, Miles Morales is, like me in a way um he grew up in brooklyn i'm from the bronx bx represent but um it is true that we are both afro latino um he uh has a mother who in in that game is hispanic and a father who is black um and uh i have like a mixture of both like my mom is black and hispanic and then my dad is jamaican um and so much of what happens to him kind of culturally, um, you know, gr growing up in the hood, um, knowing people from your hood, um, the way he eated, he eated, excuse me, the way he ate for um, uh, Christmas, right? He had um, Benio for dinner, um, which is a very Puerto Rican thing to do. Um, and there, there was just all these little cultural moments. His mom's house looked like my uh, house growing up. like. There is true, beautiful, joyful representation in that mm -hmm. game. 
Um, it is not just kind of like a good character going through trauma. Um, it is a great character, a little bit of trauma, just a, a drop because it's like Always, a yeah. action it's, it, thing. It's, yeah, it's a superhero Spider Man. Like it's Spider Man, right? Like <laughs> but there has to be some trauma. But there is so much joy in the character and the things going on around him. Um, and it is just a, it, it's one of the most perfect games, in my opinion. Um, it's a little short, but it is absolutely worth playing 1000%. 1000%. Um, if you want to have a bad time, but still have good representation. <laughs> oh, no. Um, Mafia 3 is one game I always yell about. Um, Mafia 3, yeah. I Go ahead, there is, yeah. <laughs> there are these very real, very visceral moments in um, Mafia 3 that reminds you that, oh, people were really fucking racist back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is not so much that you are hearing about it like third hand, right? Because that's how a lot of us um, experience it now. Um, but it is also that you experience it as though you are indeed a black man in um, the Jim Crow era South, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so the biggest example I always bring up is I was playing the game. <laughs> I was having a little run around the city doing nothing in particular. Didn't realize that I walked into a whites only establishment until the music got super scary and sour all of a sudden. And I got this warning box that said like, you're in a whites only establishment and people will be real hostile to you. And I was like, Oh my God, because he's black. Like, you know, like I was taken out of it for a minute because I was just trying to enjoy the game. But the game reminded you, you're not allowed to do that actually right now. (laughs) Because guess what, my friend? Um, You're you're, uh, in in danger no matter what. Um, There's also like parts of the game where like the police just look at you funny. You know what I mean? Like the police are staring at you. People around town are like, why are you in this part of town? Like it's, it's makes you reclusive almost. Um, and I recommend white people play that game. Thank you. <laughs> no, it was they did it really well, really, really. The whole concept of like, like what if? First of all, like it was like oh Mafia Three, and I know a lot of people are like oh great you're the mob, but then it's really this one turned it on its side, and it's like oh yeah. Well, what and if? I I think it is um, one of those games that like you give to someone you know who does not quite understand what is going on in the world, and you'd be like, just, just go ahead. No, you're fine. Do what you need to do. I'll, I'll be over here. <laughs> when you're ready to talk real politics, let me know. Okay, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mellow Mystical in the chat is right. Horizon Zero Dawn also has very good representation of black, fo- uh, black folks, POC folks, um, and they're all beautiful, beautiful yeah. people, too. Very well modeled. I'm trying to think of games that, for lack of the company, I, I think the people who created Overwatch, I think we're trying to make a good effort sure. of representation in that. Oh, game. yeah. Um, um, the way they went about it, weird. But yes, yes yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. yep. <laughs> How they went about it, weird, but they, they made an effort. And I know a lot of people on the team themselves did that on purpose because they said, like, uh, we don't see ourselves in these games and that's we want to put mm-hmm. ourselves. Even the person that's a hamster on the team apparently <laughs> to get themselves in there. But, hey, you Love know it. what? Love it. I would actually say Pathfinder, Kingmaker, and Wrath of the Righteous have really good representation, too. 
um, and is a very good example of not only introducing um, black and brown characters to your pseudo fantasy medieval area, but also a really good way of not making people do terrible British accents. Mm -hmm. um, because Sila, Sila in Pathmaker, Wrath of the Righteous, just uses her voice, right? Mm -hmm. um, that's um, a black woman voicing a black woman. And it it sounds fine. It sounds great. She's wonderful. Natural. Um, yeah, it's very natural. Um, and then, but of course, you have some British voice actors in there as well. So you're like, I don't know, you're not taken out of it, I guess. <laughs> but um, King Kingmaker also has, I think, um, a black man uh, companion you can come across as well. And it's just a natural sounding voice. Um, so yeah, I would recommend all of those games, e even the one that'll make you sad. I'm trying to think, was there anything, any other... Trying to think if there's any RPGs with great rep. I, I I guess for lack of like, I wouldn't say. I mean, they just add diversity to their worlds. I you know like if you look at your 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 uh, Elder Scrolls games, mm. they they do have representation. I don't know, but there are also games the worlds where like everyone is there to live and exist. So yeah. they, don't, they don't necessarily deal with like real world issues in that in that way. Skyrim is a lot like some other fantasy medieval things mm -hmm. where the humans are all fine with each other vis-a-vis -vis skin color, <laughs> but like the moment you have a pointed ear, watch the fuck out. Yeah. Like it's that kind of thing. You a lizard bro? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are you doing here, cat? Like yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> One thing I found really interesting with Pathfinder is that the even though the Tieflings are still demonic heritage, they're not looked down upon in Pathfinder. As Unlike, opposed to like fifth edition. Oh yeah. They are shunned. <laughs> yep. Yep, yep, yep. They sure are. Shout out once again to my DM who does not bring these things into the thing. Well, sort of. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sometimes he does, but it's for it's for good reason. Um yeah. Like even for me, I think like Hispanic representation in video games. I know we have like yeah. Miles Morales. Um, for me, uh, and as much as like I still make fun of the game, but it's still one of my favorite series was Gears of War because Dom. Yeah, Dom being one not not only a main character of the game, being Hispanic and one of the mm -hmm. early Hispanic characters in video game, like that I can remember being prominent and being in all three games and having well written lines and having. Not just uh, like, oh, he's he's here because he's Hispanic, but no, he was like, he's Hispanic and he's got this wife and he's looking for her and it's 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 part of his character arc and everything like that. And, you know, the the love and care. And then not only that, hiring his a Hispanic voice actor to voice him mm -hmm. and yeah. making that cultural choices like, oh, I, like Dom's just not shoehorned in here. Like Dom is his best friend and like he serves a purpose and. You can play as Dom. Like that's one of my favorite things. Is like if you do multiplayer, you can choose to be like, hey, you could be the main character or you could be Dom. And I like most of the time I play Dom. Like I was like, no, yeah. I want to play the person who represents me. I want to play that guy. <laughs> so, <clears throat> and he was great. Like he he felt like, like he fit in that world. And again, uh, Gears of War. I know like everyone's like bulked out meatheads, but you know, listen, 
Ain't Great. Wrong with that. No, but the good solid representation. Like I like the the idea of like like hey every everybody's in this game. You got like Southern Billy Bob who's wearing his cowboy hat, and you got you know a doctor. You got everybody. <laughs> so uh, I want to put Tekken on the list for good. Hispanic Tekken's characters. got a wild cast, and wow. I love it. You'd you'd have to like pay attention to the lore to know that King was Mexican, but yep. it's pretty clear um, if you pay close attention um i think what tekken does really good aside from just developing good looking characters um and a good uh lore that makes them fit into whatever is happening between this son and father rivalry um is also introducing people to actual fighting styles that exist um Mm -hmm. eddie Eddie gordo doing capoeira is one of the best things i've ever thought of um uh, in video games just really good um Miguel Rojo um, is also in Tekken. Um, he's just very, uh, he, admittedly, he falls into the stereotype of like a really uh, a, a guy from Spain with like a lot yep. of flair and yep. beauty. But it works in a way. <laughs> it, it works in a way for him um, that feels like not terrible. Um, Capcom again did something kind of eh when they introduced Carlos in Resident Evil Three. But the remake kind of does him much better. Better, yeah, it did. The, the, the womanizer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I would put those folks up there as well. Um, I'm trying to think of if there, I'm missing somebody, I'm sure. Um, I know we mentioned Overwatch, but um, I know of a lot of folks who were incredibly happy when Sombra was um introduced into the game Mm -hmm. um i don't think at that point in any of the few character shooters or character games that we've had out since um there was much hispanic representation and um if there was it was not like she is mexican like they did not tell you like yeah it was kind of ambiguous um so i i do enjoy a, a good sombra um also she's real good in the game just saying <laughs> <laughs> i i mean also uh you know if you're speaking of tekken like i want also want to give shout out to tekken and i think uh, even now uh street fighter as well but they've gone out and uh the, tekken has gone out and did fat representation really well as well <laughs> like oh yeah uh yeah 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 so you know shout Street out to fighter them. had honda who i think was E-Honda. Not it was, he was a sumo rep- yeah yeah he was not super um i guess liked as a um as as the game moved west but i think has become mm. um a more liked character by people in the west um mm-hmm. as we've grown from our you know biases um about Japanese culture and about sumo wrestling and about fat people as a whole. Um, so I think that is. Um, I got double representation with them. <laughs> there you go. So there you go. So I. So what we're saying is there are plenty of games out there with great representation <laughs> and different levels of representation if you really want them. Sometimes you got to look for them. You got to really dig, make sure you know that they're there. Other times. They're right in your face doing a, a cool uh, suplex or something. Yeah. Susan saying he is getting beefier and beefier every game. That's true. Damn right he is. <laughs> I say that in a very homosexual way. 
<laughs> Not gonna lie, Guilty Gear does scratch the itch. I, I oh yeah, yeah. And there's a lot of great fighting games. I think that do representation really well. I think yeah, uh, I think I think fighting games are probably one of the few series that do Guilty represent. Gear has my favorite character, Nagaryuki. Mm-hmm. Who is a sword wielding samurai vampire? Who also <laughs> is black, um, and is just they've they've done nothing to this man to make him stereotypical, right? Um, he is just a wandering samurai vampire, and he's amazing. And he just so happens to have dreads or locks, and it's fine, right? Like it is just the most beautiful character, and I I love him so much. I'm is he vampire re- stereotypical? Uh, in that he has a lot of money because he's been alive since the 1890s, or in that he sparkles in the sun. Which one? Which one are we going for? Mm. Are we doing Anne Rice more vampires? with the? Sorry. Are we doing Anne Rice vampires? Or are we doing? I'd lean more towards that than vampires don't sparkle. There you go. There you go. Yeah, he's not pretty. No, <laughs> um, he's large. He's beefy. Um, another reason I like him. Thank you. At the teeth. Uh, um, he does bite. Yes, he does. Okay. He does bite. That's he's part thick, of his but also he bite. <laughs> yeah. He's, and he's a, where's he's the problem here? He's very beautiful. He's wonderful. Um. <laughs> yeah, I I think you're right though. Fighting games seem to step up where other games don't. Where they're like. Oh yikes! Too many white people here, uh, and so they draw from some kind of influence that they actually um, can, you know, research or find or whatever, or, and that they enjoy. Right? I know mm-hmm. that um, the creator of Tekken—I um, can't remember his name—but I know that he drew King from a wrestler in Japan that he liked, um, whose name was like Tiger Mask or something like that, and a. Um, on the nose, Mexican, but okay. <laughs> and, a, and a Mexican luchador who um, was also a priest um, in Mexico. Um, obviously Mexican. And so um, it's it's just really like a wonderful dichotomy of like, yeah, I love wrestling and I want to pay um, homage to these, these two really great wrestlers. Um, and so I'm going to put them in my game. And that's, that's a fine way to do representation, right? Like mm-hmm. if you know of someone, the, the idea that you draw from Mr. T for your Final Fantasy game, that is fine. Mr. T is cool. We like Mr. T. What we don't like, <laughs> the gun arm. I mean, my man's can't have a hammer or a sword. or like Which <laughs> they did give him in the remake, which is kind of okay. cool. Is one of the swap outs you can do for him is one of his weapons was like a... a, 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 a I like that they gave me options for for him and his weapons. It wasn't just like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm just all gun all the time, right? It's like gun, gun, di- gun, different gun, other gun, yeah. flamethrower gun. All right, let's <laughs> rocket gun, a gun, little gun. No, like <laughs> one of them was a giant blade you could attach his hand. One was just a uh, like a, a cannonball that was just tapped, but he didn't like shoot it. It was just a cannonball that he used to like just uppercut people and just run up to him like a t- like a bullet train and just just knock him in the head and he's like all right good now you're in my body great yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> and i love that actually i love the banter that he gave during fights like they, they just like they did a better job with 
him as a character. Now, again, most people are like, well, I feel like this remake's going to ruin the seven series for me because there's like timey wimey stuff. Like, I don't care. Like, oh. if, if you give me well written characters and, and like better people of color representation, guess what? <laughs> like, we, like, we didn't just go through this with Final Fantasy 14. There's timey wimey stuff in each Final Fantasy, every single one. Every each and one. every one and i can prove it in this dissertation i will no i'm kidding um <laughs> but it's a whole episode in itself <laughs> why why do we have to kill god <laughs> <laughs> That's do we need a reason do we need a reason not we'll final fantasy there. we're not in final fantasy games you don't need a reason <laughs> well no most of the time you don't need a reason not even uh no. in, in mario maker uh super mario maker it was uh the seven uh seven star rpg oh the yeah because yeah. god was like i'm a sword and i'm here to fuck you up yeah but also made but also also made by <laughs> by square enix so that's correct yep so they know what they're doing they do do they, they know yeah. exactly what they're doing. i mean i don't know they're, they we were all like, oh, they're 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 president stepping down. He's into NFTs. Yay. Oh well, I mean that is good news. <laughs> but then everyone's like, yay, new new person. And they're like, yay. He's like, I'm more into NFTs. Everyone's like, no, wait, no. Oh, <laughs> Don't want that. Oh, Hang on. Old guy, come back until we old guy come back. <laughs> we liked you wait. better. We we second rule. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Stop it. I want to retire. Nope. Nope. No, no, no. You sit in that president's chair. Wait, you tense you, your fingers. Wait. You got to not do it. You can't go anywhere. You're not allowed to move anymore. You tent your fingers until we're ready for you, sir. Like Gaben? Just like Gaben. <laughs> Just like Gaben. Uh, so uh, with the uh, representation in gaming and and future gaming, I know we didn't really touch on uh, Final Fantasy XIV a whole lot, which mm, you, I guess the world is populated by people who represent all cultures, I guess, in some sort of way. So, <laughs> sort of. <laughs> I take Final Fantasy XIV's NPC represent, representation for what it is. It, it, right? yeah. All of your best friends are pasty white with white hair, and that's fine. I call it a limitation <laughs> of the PS4 console that's holding them back. <laughs> really? Uh, that's what I'm going to say. That's the, I'm sure that's an excuse somewhere. <laughs> someone's going to oh, yeah. say. I've heard that a few times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah play, the PlayStation 4 was really came out on the PS3. You wanted black people as your best friend. You couldn't handle it. We didn't have HDR. Absolutely not. <laughs> couldn't run it. How dare you? Couldn't run it at 144 hertz. It wouldn't work. What do you think? Sony is made of money, and you think we are too? By the way, FanFest is happening. $200, please. Ch- Chili? Chili? You did not just say you got your stola. I, I guess you got your stola. Chili, no. uh, I'm pretty sure you stole left the game for like a half, like half an expansion and came back a few shades lighter. <laughs> Yoshi P literally told me that she stopped tanning because it was bad for her health. Yeah. Remember when she died and then went to the thing and she was dead for a while? Like, that's kind of like that, right? <laughs> Is that how it works? Mm. And she came out and she was like, guess what, guy? No more tanning for me. <laughs> that's how this happened the first time. Guys, I died and came white. <laughs> um, but that being said, I do appreciate and also wince a little at um, the amount of players I see. 
um, who come from different backgrounds, um, simply because I I recognize and I have found a lot of friends through Final Fantasy XIV who are black mm -hmm. and who are Hispanic and so on. And I appreciate that a whole lot. But I know that the community is not all there um, in that there are a lot of bad faith trolls out there who like mm -hmm. to make their Final Fantasy name something ridiculous, um, use certain glamour items and uh, facial features and hairs to make jokes rather than to make just a, you know, a cool guy. Um, and that, that kind of thing still hurts, right? When you log in and you see someone has decided to make some terrible looking Rogadin who is meant to be like, um, I don't know, like a lawn jockey or something, right? Like it, all those things still kind of um, live on that game. And unfortunately, I guess the only thing you can really do about that is report and move on with your life. But it is, it is the, um, it is still the reality of an, an MMO where people uh, don't quite get it <laughs> um, that you run into that. And, uh, you know, I, I have a question for you. Customization. You know, yeah, I do. You know? have a, I have a question for you, and I and Quinn, of course, this is for you as well. Like, in in you know, again, well, yeah. the, we don't we don't talk a whole lot about Blizzard on on. I, I mean, mm. mostly just to yell at them, <laughs> so, if anything. But there are some things that they have done recently that I would love to see in other games. One of them is the social contract, right? Like they said, hey. We're we're trying to change how we do things. Screw the executives, but at least mm -hmm. the team itself, the team people currently like passionate about the game and trying to make things good for the community and and change what was wronged by other people that are no longer there. Sure. One of the things they did was a social contract and said, "Hey," and I read through it and I was like, "All right, well, let me read through this social contract." Uh, and it's pretty blatant, like you know, if you F around, you're going to find out, like, we're not going to play games with you anymore. Like it's, and I, to the point where people are like, you know, be careful. Like even some people are like treating people a lot better in that, in that world. And, and, and I think I, maybe other MMOs kind of need that social contract. I know a lot of people, times people say like, Oh, final fantasy 14, the community's great, but are they though? Like, are we saying everybody is great in that? And, <laughs> It like Arms. at least if anything, it gives them the right to say like, all right, well, now we have something to say that if you don't, it's not even just terms of service right now. We have a community guidelines, and if you are breaking these guidelines, kind of the same sort of thing. Yeah, but but, but it makes you agree to it before you enter the the game, and it's like, hey, before you can come play the game, that is terms of service. Yeah, terms of service, but you have to agree <laughs> that. But you read it. You got to click through it. And if you don't read it, that's on you. Because <laughs> if you do something stupid, guess what? You ain't playing this game no more. Like the terms of <laughs> service. Yeah. <laughs> you, well, you would think, though, right? Because there is this kind of, like, process of getting someone off of a game like that, right? Where it's like you have to report them. And then the report has to be reviewed. And then if, like, the person who happens to be working that day decides that it's not... Um, up to whatever code or snuff, then, you know, nothing happens and person goes, you know, on with their lives and continues to be a dick. Um, but 
it sounds like with the social contract, what you're getting is a lot more of a um, a, a more um, what's the word I'm looking for? Kind of like stronger. There, there's, there's no gray area anymore. There's no yeah. Like, yeah. There's like this is it's black and white, and there's there's like you really have to push for a gray area. Like you're really right. gonna have to like argue. And you're listening, and there is none. Like, as far as I know, they're like they did some sweeping bans of people. I, I know there's people that like no longer like. I think there were people that dropped the game and they said, "I'm not going to play it." And that it's almost like, "All right, hey. cool, hey, all right, bye, goodbye, trash." Were you yes. the problem? Yeah, I think you were the problem. Is the problem in the room with us right now. <laughs> no, I I, um, I signed the contract. <laughs> I'm a good but boy. That's, but yeah, that's what I mean, though. Like a, a stronger rebuke of people's nastiness is a deterrent, right? Mm-hmm. And it makes them go somewhere else or nowhere else, right? There, It is fine, in my opinion. I know that, you know, these people want to make money, but it is fine, in my opinion, as a private entity to say, like, no, you can't say that here. Get out. Like, no, you can't do that here. Go away. Um, you are, you're trying to keep as many people on as possible. And if more people are being, uh, you know, batted away be- or or don't want to play your product or use your product because it has a reputation for like racism, sexism, ages, anything like that, then you not doing anything doesn't make more people come. It makes a lot more people leave, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think the cost the the cost reduction here is more people come to game because good community, less people come to game because of bad community right it's very simple kind of transactional math here (laughs) um and i am hopeful that that is what um is being kind of recognized by blizzard not only because of their um inaction and terrible actions in the past but also because like they they want people to enjoy their stuff and they want those people's monies like <laughs> that's all it is yeah yeah i mean let, let's not forget they're there to make money <laughs> yeah yeah there's there's a lot of um you you can still want people's money and do good you know what i mean um yes. buy those people <laughs> let's let's there's, learn there's today we learned there's money today we learned the word m-a-u aka monthly active use <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah how many did we have hi good <laughs> <laughs> MAU is one interesting metric, but it is not the important metric. It's not. Yeah. It is the value per user that is the important metric. Yep. And and the funny thing is that. I was gonna say the funny thing is like during like uh, it, and I will say it's it's not particular to Blizzard. A lot of companies talk about MAUs, right? Like that's like the new mm-hmm. like we're not gonna talk oh, about that we're not because they dropped they yeah they dropped. How many users? They're just saying like, or a monthly, or MAUs. They they stop talking about oh, po- like actual population size. They just say, or a monthly yeah. active users or this and like this is like because you can count everybody in that group, right? It's like oh, so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I don't know. I I'm I'm down for it. I think games that I think more games would benefit from it. I think even I did. I want to say League of Legends even has some sort of social contract now. Yeah. Actually, right? when I think of, when I think about it, yeah, I think they do. Um, Despite the company no. itself, again, it's like the what they do yeah, for the player absolutely. base is better than what they do to treat their employees. But uh, <laughs> I, I and and I think they even have a council, right? Like if you do, if you again, if it's f around and find out, 
you hit the council and the council review and you could be, it's they, it, like, it's somewhat like, Hey, you can get like the first one is like 24 hour ban. And after that's like a week. And then after that, it's like, I don't, like it might be a month. And then after that, it's like three strikes are done or something like that. So I, I think I never, I don't know if any other game I know has like a council of people that like review no, those. I definitely not that robust. Um, I probably would have heard about it by now as well. <laughs> um, but I will say that to whatever Blizzard's credit is or has, um, Overwatch any, was... at this point. Yeah, right. Um, Overwatch was one of the first games to really start there um, where they noticed kind of right away, like, oh, our community sucks. And so they introduced a lot of measures to... Um, you know, when you report someone, you'll get a notice about the report. Um, if any action gets taken, you'll get notified about that. And it was a way of like saying both see we did something and also like your actions are helping make the place safer. Um, and so it really encouraged people, whoopsie phone, it really encouraged people to, um, kind of focus in on like, oh, this person used a slur, let's report them. And then like, it seems like the community's real good all of a sudden because everyone's like GG when they lose instead of like slur, 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 how dare you? Mm -hmm. um, so again, to whatever credit they have, they did kind of start that process pretty early. Um, and I think League of Legends then kind of slowly responded as well like oh we should do something too huh like <laughs> maybe we should we're not very well known for a good community huh yeah um and so it feels a lot more it, it feels very organic that we've reached this point um where people's um kind of reactions and um feelings about playing these games have actually been taken into account and now we have some fairly robust systems that are helping players stay players yep you can only win if you play the game, and you can't play the game if you're getting called slurs. Yeah. It does <sighs> say something, though, that Overwatch was the first game that they really paid attention to all of that in and tried to do something about it. Considering yeah. WoW has had that reputation since probably like the year it came out. That I think that, and I'm saying this as a long-time player of the game, that stemmed a lot from the internal as well, right? Like yeah. if the if the if your higher ups and and I would again not saying the people that made the game but some of them but a lot of those people are no longer there uh, if or if they got severe bans or you know they got severe like you know like you you ain't gonna come back for a while so you're not getting paid for while you're on this little mini vacation you have so uh, yeah. they a lot of those people left the game and they and the team behind now, it. Yes. Now and the team behind it removed a lot of those NPCs that were those people mm. who were represented by. They're gone. A, mm. a lot of wording has changed in that game. Um, writing has changed in that game. Pictures have changed it. Like art in the like not just art as characters, but artwork on walls, like paintings on walls that might have been suggestive have changed to like bowls of fruit mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Or they've covered up. They've done a lot of work to pull away. Not uh, you know only only fruits <laughs> i mean that could be a hmm. two can sam's on that website right now version of only fans 
That's good. <laughs> slow clap. Slow clap. I mean, I thought OnlyFans was also the queer version of OnlyFans. True. Yeah. And subscribe. And Sam is killing it over there on OnlyFruits, though, I hear. Yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Follow your nose. Follow your nose. <laughs> All your all your fruits taste the same. Shh. Shut up. It's artificially flavored. Shut up. The lemon one tastes distinctly pretty lemony, though, doesn't it? It really does. <laughs> Actually, I guess so. <laughs> Thanks. Sexiest cereal mascot. Uh that is ooh. Tony the Tiger. I was gonna say Tony, I was gonna say Tony the Tiger is probably up there. That is Tony the Tiger. Oh. Ask the furries. Yeah, Tony the Tiger. He's Honestly, beefy. Name any other cereal mascot. And try to compare it against Tony the Tiger. You got Captain Crunch, Sukan Sam. Mm-mm. I mean, uh, is Captain Crunch Rabbit? Mm, Apple and Cinnamon, almost very close. So close. Who else was there? Cadbury Bunny is the sexiest chocolate mascot. I don't know about that. <laughs> the Tricks Rabbit is unfreaking. <laughs> The rabbit is unforgivable. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Frankenberry? <laughs> no. Well, like, yeah. Frankenberry is very cute. Yeah, he's, he's, like, he's cute. He's Couch, cute. Count Chocula. Count Chocula can't get none. Sorry. No. What's the What's the wolf? What's, it's got a... He's oh, got like... He's got like a... He's got like a... No, no, the... The Halloween one. Oh, I don't know this one. I thought it was Susan and chat might know it. <laughs> fruit, 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 fruit brute. That's oh, not that, real. Th- yeah, that's him. Yeah, fruit brute's the like. Oh, the, no. Yeah, mm. uh, but like old fruit brute, not the new modern day fruit. Oh, new fruit brute looks weird. He kind of looked like a like a seventies like punk rock oh, kind of thing. I, I see. It's, what about the honey nut cheerio bee? This isn't a real cereal. He's the kind of mascot, I don't know, like on a ranking list, he's probably like a C, you know, he's not like... Yeah, that's fair. He's hot, he's hot for no one except for the animated woman from the B-movie. Yeah, very she loves, true. She loves him. She loves him. Has, how, who here has seen the B-movie? Is it just no, me? Absolutely. Who not. hasn't seen the B-movie? It's a I whole movie never. where a bee cucks a... <laughs> I unfortunately... <laughs> it's a very strange movie. Also, I just yeah. found out that you can get fruit, fruit loop boxers or boxer briefs. So there's that. There's all, that. Oh, I forgot about the honey smacks frog. He gives twink energy. Does that make sense? <laughs> anyway, I need to look this up. What is the cereal called? <laughs> he gives. He does twink energy. <laughs> honey smacks. Honey called? smacks. Honey, honey smacks. smacks. They used to be sugar smacks, but now they're honey. Because now they're they yeah. Fruit brute. Yeah, okay, I can see it. Yeah, fruit brute. On the other hand, fruit is kind of like, but he, he's not so bad. Uh, he's got a little bit like the fruit brute. Uh, MrBreakfast.com sells a fruit brute mascot, pl- like a plastic bobblehead, and even that's a little. It's a little. It's I've a, never had this cereal before. Yeah, is it's it a, regional? Fruit brute's only around during uh, Halloween. That's why. 
Oh, yeah, that seems not smart, but okay. It, it's one. Sure. Of, it's like it's up there with Frankenberry, Booberry, and uh, Couch Chocula. There's a That's there's a whole strange. there's a whole gaggle of monster series. They only bring out once a year. All right, first images. Now, is it weird that there's like the off-brand cereals, like uh, like Honey Nut Scooters and stuff? They 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 each have their own I, fake mascot, right? I love a off-brand. I love a store-brand cereal, and yeah. The reason why is because it's not necessarily that they taste better than a, like a, you know, like a honey nut Cheerio or something like that. It's not that they taste better, it's that they taste different. And that is enough for me where I am like, you know what? I've gotten so used to the slightly more horrible taste of this cereal that I'm fine with it now. I can handle this cereal. If I go deeper. That's true, right? And if I go back, not only am I paying for a much sugary, sugarier product, I am now also um, paying like five dollars instead of three. So I will not do that. Yeah, I will take these honey wheels to my house and be very upset that I'm eating them. But it's fine. Their their names aren't great though, because they don't they don't they sound derogatory. <laughs> I mean, <that> owes. <laughs> they sound derogatory to like. Queer representing people, <laughs> their their names aren't great. Rainbow wheels. No, like uh, uh you know, they have. I, I was also gonna put forward snap, crackle, and pop. Marshmallow made. Oh boy, they are in a throuple like nobody's business. <laughs> yeah, they. they I feel like get, they're more like siblings. They don't get. <laughs> yeah, the, I was about to say they don't get to be uh, on this list because they are either. Off the market as three gays living together. <laughs> trying to make Tell me they're not three gays living in New York trying to make it in acting. Something like <laughs> that. But they're also those kind of gays who are like, oh, you look like me. We should be in a in a relationship. Yeah, no, they're not New York gays. They're Hollywood gays. Oh, they're Hollywood gays. They're Hollywood yep. gays. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But they're from like that, the Midwest. <laughs> that or as you they said, moved to Hollywood. They, they moved to Hollywood. All right. <laughs> That or, as you said, they are uh, siblings, and I will not go into that territory. Mm-hmm. I will. N- I will not enter that those uh, hundred acre woods. No, sir. Yeah, Susan. There are no female representing serial mascots, and no, the only there are are there. There. There truly is not. There's, there's not a lot of them. What are they? Which, also, who was it? Can I read you some of these Malto meal names? And I need you both to judge. Uh, Tutti Fruities. That's b- brilliant. Yeah, I love uh, that one. Marshmallow Mateys. Tell me, Marshmallow Mateys doesn't sound like something. Marshmallow Mateys <laughs> actually does sound like a slur. Yeah, right. Say, it sounds like someone said like they they called me a sailor, and I was like, hey, buddy, you don't no, uh-uh, you don't get to do that. Also, <laughs> I just found a cereal first. called Bootios. <laughs> That's from. Uh, Is that real? Um, they they were, I think they were like limited time. Like um, big big E. It, yes, it came from the um, the wrestling trio uh, New Day. Oh, New Day! Um, How did I miss these? I would have loved that. Yeah, um, they're fantastic people. I love them. <laughs> oh, I would love some bootios. Bootios, you know, go straight to your butt. Um. <laughs> Golden puffs. Yeah. <laughs> there, there are, there are truly no um, female characters, and if there were, 
Um, it was like very short lived, and no one knows about it. Apparently, <laughs> strawberry shortcake was once on it. I'm getting called out in chat. Peter's off brand fruity pebbles dino bites in our pantry right now. That's very true. <laughs> I do. I I got that Malto meal dino bites. The, the <laughs> right Malto materials are so good, but I will say that much like honeycombs themselves. They cannot make honeycombs because they are disgusting. <laughs> they are so nasty. Um, I say this having, having not had sugary cereal. Talk, talk about a mascot. Yeah. Remember the honey? Remember the honeycombs mascot? That little fuzzball guy with the eyes. Yeah. Oh God. I don't remember that's, it. That's I a, do remember that's it. That's an F rank. <laughs> it's not oh, yeah. great. Awful. Awful design. He was just like a, a crazy man. Yeah. Crazy man fuzzball. Oh, like oh right, Raisin Bran had the sun. Yep. Oh, oh yeah, two scoops of uh, two scoops sun. Yep. Wait, Tinkerbell was a mascot. <laughs> I think they used a lot of popular cartoons as mascots for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, like I think there is a version of the fruity pebbles that is um, Betty and Wilma. Um, yeah. But I think beyond that, there's like uh, the the ones that people think of the most are like the Lucky Charms dude, um, Captain Crunch, the Tricks Bunny, Toucan Sam, right? Like these are Tony these the Tiger are guys, Tony the Tiger. Tony the these are men. <laughs> these are, <all laughs> these are men. Um, and yeah, like uh, like. Uh, Mellow Mystical said, women don't eat cereal. So they don't, what do they need a mascot for? Yeah. There's a website called The Milking Cat that's ranked all the cereal mascots. Uh, what do you think number one is? Well, actually, uh, oh, no. it's out of 18. The tiger. And I, 18, I think, should not should have just been dropped. <laughs> like, I don't think, checks, no mascot. <laughs> like, oh, well, that's I've included. what they put on there? Yeah, and they said 17 special K, the letter K is the mascot. That's not a mascot. Um, no. (laughs) No, it isn't. It's not. Now, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, the crazy squares are mascots. I give them that. So so let's move up to the list. Uh, Let's do top five. So where do you think, what do you think number five is? Oh, no. Um, Number five? Yeah. The... It's got to be either the cinnamon toast crunch baker guy mm-hmm. or the tricks rabbit. Okay. At number five. Number five is Tony the Tiger. What? Yeah. Mm-mm. Insanity. Mm-mm. Now, get this. Their description says, I think I think someone is, is hiding something because number five reads as a number one description. Let's, let's get First of all, first of all, I'm not kidding. This is the very first thing. First of all, just look at the guy. He's huge. As if being a literal tiger wasn't enough. Tony takes it to the next level with his gigantic biceps and broad shoulders. Yeah, the curves of his throbbing pectorals, his mysterious cat eyes beckoning to you two. Uh, uh, I mean, mm-hmm. anyways. Uh, this, this is no, someone who wanted Tony to be first, but got overruled by management. Mm-mm. At the milkingcat.com? I don't think Absolutely. so. I think I think someone was like, I know my mother reads this, so I need to. <laughs> also valid. Also valid. Uh, Man, that keyboard was sweaty. Yeah, it sure was. My dear, shut up about it, mom. Uh, Don't read it. So the chat can follow along with this. Uh, 
Number four, what do you think number four is at? Well, if Tony is not there, then number four has to be the Tricks Rabbit. No, Sonny the Cuckoo Bird, which I don't think we mentioned. Who? The oh, cuckoo, no, cuckoo for the Cocoa Pops? The Cuckoo for Cocoa Pops. Yeah. How is Sonny? Even in the top five. I, I can't tell you, because we're only doing top five, that, uh, let's see. Where Toucan Sam's he? not in here. Tricks Rabbit was 13. Either's Captain Crunch. 13? Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. Tricks Rabbit? Yeah. What do you think you number know three is? Tricks Rabbit got beaten by Cornelius Rooster from Cornflakes. I forgot his name is Cornelius. <laughs> I did not know what it was at all. I didn't wow. know it had a name. Uh, that's that's for a rooster that keeps. Then, is, isn't it funny that the rooster, like the whole point of that rooster, was like, "Hey, you don't touch yourself." But also, I'm a rooster. <laughs> yeah, this 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 no, this list is wrong. This list is very wrong because number one on this list is the sun, sunny. All I can uh, understand did you know, the sun you know, being ranked high. Did you know the sun's name was Sunny? <laughs> sunny. The I, sun. When I read Wikipedia, yes. Oh, no, no, This is ranking by strength of mascot. That's it's not which one's best. It is which one is strongest. And that, that I'm sorry. Sense. I'm sorry. But strength in what? Terms of sexiness. Let's get that right. <laughs> like, no, no. This is just strength is like straight up strength. Oh, okay. Because sure. there is no way that Count Chocula gets second in any world. They're saying that Count Chocula has healing control of animals and telepathy. I've never Wait seen Wait a minute. Which, what vampire is this? Yeah, Count Chocula. Chocula is a vampire, which means he possesses immortality, super strength, heightened senses, flight, increased speed, <laughs> rapid healing, control of animals. Which one? He has every single dra- uh, like Dracula power from every this single is, franchise. You are describing Superman. He probably sparkles in sunlight too. <laughs> he's a he's but a necromantic druid. <laughs> it's a lich. <laughs> No, I don't, I don't like this list. The Lucky Charms Leprechaun is stronger than Tony the Tiger. Uh, Tony the Tiger stream on Twitch was enough term to claim number one. The way nobody this. behaved in chat. Someone wrote this to make me angry. Oh no, I looked up sexy serial mascots and someone drew Tony the Tiger. Now it's safe for work, but well, let me tell you something. It's, it's are all that's going to be drawn. It's, it's so mm-hmm. it's almost too sexy. Like it's almost it's almost doing this. I wonder if can we type yassified serial mascots? Can we, can oh, we get serial? Oh my serial god! Mascot fighting game. I think Susan's onto something. Yassified. Ooh. Hold on. Wait a minute. There's an idea. I like that. I would love a serial. I want yes. Oh my god. Am I gonna get yes? You could call it serial killers. Uh, good news. It exists, and it is called exactly that. Gasified serial mascots? Is no, it? serial killers. It Kill- does exist. With a Z. Oh, wait, hang on. It is... <laughs> it is kind of... Oh, old. wait, no, this is actually just a serial place. Uh, I need to drop this. I need to drop this in the show chat for you all, too. I'm going to drop this in show guests so you can all see it. Me, too. Hang on. I need you to see, I need to see Tony the Tiger. No. <laughs> Show them Tony. Show them Tony. I have to screenshot Tony the Tigers. This is what's happening. Yeah, I got this. This is. I want to see it. Hold on. I got this. Where's the big guy? That worked. That worked. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. 
Like, oh, that's that's okay. <laughs> uh huh. Honestly, I was expecting a lot worse. No, no, I said it was safe for work. It's just that's he's he's almost too attractive. <laughs> it's very it's very borderline, right? Because yeah, like I'm sure he's wearing channel. like cute like gym workout shorts and has his titties out to the world. Yeah, but it's like. He's being nice about it. Yeah, Whereas there, there's almost a himbo. Oh. There's a definitely almost himbo quality oh. about it. You could almost there's no almost there. <laughs> some like bulges in there somewhere, specifically in one area. I'm thinking about, and like he could be flexing instead. Okay, uh, his expression could be like not smiling, but like looks like hey, buddy. Or if I say that this art is not by a furry artist, would you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> right? Exactly. That's exactly That's, it. Yep. That is exactly it. This art is not by a furry artist. Yep. <laughs> but no, exactly. There's another short title. <laughs> this art awesome. is not by a furry artist. Yes, that is a great show title. I there's so much art of Tony the Tiger. There's so much <laughs> out yeah, of all the there actually, masks, there's um, so many. Kind of a controversy over it because so many people were suddenly like, "I want to draw really nasty Tony the Tiger art," and did that. Kellogg's was like, "Hey, can you actually cut it out for a minute?" <laughs> we're trying to sell a product, and you are being nasty. Someone, <laughs> someone created. Uh, Tony, Lady Tony. Tony the Tigress. Tony with an I. So I did get uh, a mm. Yassified. There you go. Uh, Tony the Tiger. Uh, also, a good note to kind of like wrap up on. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, let's not go. But I did see Ke- down Ke- the Tony hole. No, no. That's <laughs> well done. As well, soon as it came out of my mouth, I regretted it. <laughs> Going down the Tony hole. Well, we know the show title. <laughs> That's why I come here. The gaps. Well, I'm going to at least show you the actual, like, official update to Can Sam. Like, that, this is official, like. Oh, I think I've seen it. Like, it's the, uh, the new, uh, I, I don't know, Pride? You can't say. I don't know what's going on. It's very rainbowed out, though. He's got like a. He's a lot more like he, he's, cutesy. He's, yeah, he's like like a Cartoon Network or like a new Disney no. like anime. An, uh, like, can Sam's son? Is it? <laughs> I mean, it looks like that. And damn, I, yeah, there he is. Apparently, he's, people people in it are mad. <laughs> oh, of course, because you can't. See, this is why you're lucky that there's no lady mascots, because if they took away her high heels, then, oh boy, we'd be in a lot of trouble. Also, I like that someone took a, uh, made a, uh, took a, made a Aqua oh, Horror Force meme right. out of it. <laughs> what, what, has, what has science done? <laughs> well, we, uh, we discussed, hey, friends, let me, it's that time yeah. of show where... Where Peter comes and sits down and tells you what we discussed. We uh we discussed uh, representation in gaming. We talked about representation D&D. serial mascots. Uh yesified serial mascots. 
and uh, Tony's Hole. So, really, we've come full circle. <laughs> Kami, welcome back anytime. <laughs> Thank you so much. I would love to come back every time. Love it. Love it. The, the yeah, third third chair always wait, for Kami Jace. Wait, I, I will wait, say it officially, wait. like third chair, always here for you. <laughs> Susan has summed up the entire episode in one sentence. Representation in video games and serial mascots, both not good. <laughs> Much improvement needed. Much improvement needed. <laughs> Performance review season, and they both get in needs improvement. <laughs> the, the, you know what? We're going to... We're going to give you a pip <laughs> and uh, we're going to see how you do in about six months, right? We're going to come back and revisit this. We're going to have Kami, Kami Jace back on six months. How are we doing on uh, How are we doing on serial mascots? And, Where are we with the representation? Still not good. Uh, still not good. <laughs> not great. The worst? Wow. <laughs> well. Okay. Hey, in six months. What? They made Tony put on a pair of pants now? God. <laughs> Well, Where's if you want to find us more, the green M and M Tony the Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean it's vegan? He's vegan. <laughs> He's a tiger. He's gluten free. <laughs> what about the glutes? Anyway, <laughs> uh, you can find us on Twitch. I stream on Sunday with some more, or possibly Raph, something cozy. Uh, Peter streams on Tuesday. It sounds like we're getting some uh, very bright games coming up. We'll be streaming something co-op next Thursday, again, uh, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern. And I don't know when the UK switches times. I think it's this week, so it's probably back to 2 a.m. Uh, BST. And before Peter has... Too much fun with this. Uh, our episodes are going to be on April 7th and Friday, April 21st. And uh, if you are watching us live, we are going to be taking a quick break and then we will be back for a round of Wingspan. <laughs> I'm sorry, I put a new cereal in the chat. <laughs> I saw and that's why I was trying to wrap up faster. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you everybody for joining us on this episode of Maelstrom Radio. Kami Jace, uh, can you let everybody know where they can find you? Yes. So, uh, as always, I'm going to use my copy that I've memorized a whole lot. Perfect. Um, as always, you can find me at Kami Jace Gaming on Twitter, and you can find the Weekly Cooldown as well, which is my video game news podcast at WK Cooldown on Twitter. Um, I also have the Greatest Gaming Game Show Ever, which is Season 2 is coming. But you can listen to that as well and find um, the Twitter at GGG, GGG, no, GG Game Show <laughs> um, on Twitter. Um, and yeah, uh, D&D and other streams on Twitch. Um, if you check out my Twitters and Twitch and my link tree and all of that stuff, you'll find, I think, a link to our Discord. Um, so drop by the Discord. Come say hello. All right. Well, as always, thank you everybody for joining us on this episode of Maelstrom Radio. Uh, if you're going to be hanging out with us, uh, we're going to the show's going to go down. We're going to come right back up. We're going to be wingspan. We'll take so, a quick break too. Just quick break so we can stretch our legs. So, as always, you know it. Till sea swallows all. Go find Tony's hole. Maelstrom Radio is brought to you by Flatus 
Shinter, and me, Susan Sprinkle. Join us for live podcast recordings and game streams on twitch.tv slash maelstromradio. Give us your feedback. Send an email to show at maelstromradio.com. And please check out all of our links at linktr.ee slash maelstromradio. Views and opinions expressed by our hosts and guests do not reflect the views and opinions of any companies discussed on this episode.